It was a different type of parting, wasn't it? It must have been a different type of parting. St. Luke illustrates this by recording that the apostles worshiped Jesus and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Now, how often have you said a significant goodbye to a loved one and parted with great joy? I still vividly remember mom and dad accompanying me to college for the first time, helping me get situated in my dorm room, and then walking out that door as I cried. Then I looked out the window just to catch a glimpse of them as they were walking away across the parking lot, and there was mom wiping tears from her eyes. And Jesus' parting must have been different than that. This is evident in the last sentence of our gospel when Jesus said, Behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. You see, when St. Paul said that Jesus has been raised from the dead and seated at God's right hand in the heavens, when he wasn't trying to describe his spatial location, Paul is saying that Jesus participates in God's ongoing care for us and is present to us in the way that only God can be. Thus, the apostles' joy even after Jesus ascended. Something similar is meant when Jesus was described as being lifted up and a cloud took him from their sight. You know, if you have in mind an image of Jesus going to someplace in the cosmos and relaxing on a comfortable cloud, you know, banish that from your mind. Pope Benedict XVI taught that the cloud is meant to remind us of the transfiguration when a bright cloud descended on Jesus and the disciples. It's meant to recall the overshadowing of Mary at the Annunciation with the power of the Most High. It reminds us of the holy tent of God in the Old Covenant, where the cloud signified the Lord's special presence, the same Lord who, in the form of a cloud, led the people of Israel through the desert. The cloud, it presents Jesus' departure, not as a journey to the stars, but as his entry into the mystery of God. Because Jesus is with the Father, he has not gone away, but remained close to us. Now, he's no longer in one particular place in the world as before the ascension. Now, through his power over space, he is present and accessible to all throughout history and in every place. You see, the promise of God It's not the restoration of a powerful earthly kingdom, as the disciples continued to suppose, but it's the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. In the questioning about times and seasons, the Pope wrote, is explicitly rejected. Speculation over history, looking ahead into the unknown future, these are not fitting attitudes for a disciple, he said. Christianity is the present It is both gift and task, receiving the gift of God's inner closeness, the power of the Holy Spirit, as a consequence means bearing witness to Jesus Christ. You and I, we have access to this gift because disciples down the centuries have fulfilled the responsibility to bear witness to Jesus Christ. And like them receiving the gift, the power of the Holy Spirit, his presence to us means accepting this responsibility. Christianity is both gift and task.
task, they go together. You know, what brings us to today. And what does that task look like? You know, parents in particular, but it's true for all in one way or another, but parents in particular, remember that you are the primary educators of your children in the ways of faith. That's what the church teaches. That means, children, that your primary responsibility growing up is to be formed in the faith. You know, a Catholic school, a CYF program, or CGS programs like we have are helpful, but they're simply meant to complement what you're doing at home with your children, teaching them to pray, praying with them, and letting them see you pray. It means teaching them the Bible and the truths of the faith preparing them for the sacraments, instilling the virtues, you know, and wisely using your available time by not allowing, you know, that parent-peer pressure from the cool parents to kind of force you into a schedule that doesn't allow any time for family time, which touches on your public responsibility to witness, for there are those who would have a better life if we would stand up with courage and strength and say there is something more than sports all the time. It means parents protecting your kids from societal ills and the dark side of technology. It means reaching out to the needy. Nothing is better for the typical and understandable egocentrism of a child than to help them look to the needs of others. You know, it means being here on Sundays, and holy days for Mass, and whenever else you can, and it does really mean assuming the responsibilities here at the parish, service at Mass, volunteering, making sacrificial offerings. In other words, just doing the things that are necessary for the possibility of the proclamation of the gospel. No one needs to do everything, but everyone needs to do something in these areas. And then we have the special task God has assigned to us here at St. John Paul II. The task of providing a place for the proclamation of the gospel for future generations. Let me just close with a little update on our projects. On Friday, we submitted a basic site plan to the city. This is not a master plan by any means, but it's just a basic footprint of buildings and parking so that the city staff can give us feedback and raise any big red flags that would suggest the land we have under contract would not be a good fit. And we don't expect any problems, but we want to take this step before we close on the land, so we do all the due diligence that we can. Now, to allow for this, we've exercised the option of extending the due diligence period by 30 days. So I've got to keep you in suspense just a little while longer, which I think I'm having too much fun doing, by the way. Now, we can close whenever we feel comfortable and could take as much time as to the end of July, should we need it, but I don't think we will. Everything is going well, but please continue to pray. This is a huge deal. You know, if we're able to pull this off, There will be no other campus like this in the archdiocese. And that's really, I have to say, an understatement. I have never run across a parish campus that has realized the potential that this land affords us. 
proper land, fitting land, adequate land, what allows you to develop public spaces like a square where people naturally want to gather. It allows you to situate your buildings in such a way that it frames your church and allows approach to it that says, this is the most important thing we do here. This is a huge deal, and it's not a done deal yet, so please pray. Christianity is a gift and a task. And since the task is God-given, that means that the task itself is a gift, a blessing, and an adventure as well.